up? What up? What up? What's going on, y'all? Y'all know what time it is, man. Today is Monday. Men Mondays. No women, all right? Just the guys today. Actually, it's just a guy today. Y'all just got me today, man. Unfortunately, my boy, Devontae, he's out taking care of some business. So, you're just going to have me. So, y'all going to have to just deal with it. <laughs> But no, man, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it, man. I'm only going to hold you guys for about 30 minutes today. Um, I've seen some crazy stuff on the news. I've seen a lot of Tesla news. I've seen Elon Musk take a shot at our president, Joe Biden. Well, he y'all president. He ain't my president. All this stuff. But, yeah, he, he took a shot at Joe Biden, man. It was about SpaceX. Y'all know uh, Joe Biden has been feeling some type of way about, you know what I'm saying, Elon Musk trying to send regular people up to the moon and out of space and whatnot. So Jeff Bezos had some things to say about that, man. Um, also seen my boy, MKBHD, that made freaking headlines again, man. So... My boy MKBHD, what he did was he took two electric cars and a gas car, and they took it on a trip. They took all of those cars on a 1,000-mile trip. And, I mean, you already know. You got the Tesla Model S, the Plaid version, which gets over 400 miles of range, but uh, Marquez has the 21-inch wheels, which takes that thing all the way down to like 300 and I can't remember if it was 330, 340 miles, some, something or somewhere along in those lines. And then you had the Mustang Mach-E, which got about 303 miles, something like that, somewhere around in, in that ballpark. So you have the Tesla, which gets a, around about 300 and something miles. You have the Mustang Mach-E, which gets around 300 and, and something miles. And then you have the gas car. The gas car, I'm thinking, got around like 400 miles of range. Anyway, so it was fi basically about 500 miles there, about 500 miles back. And the gas car, they all took off from the same spot. You know what I'm saying? They didn't charge at night, which they could have, but he didn't charge at night. Um, so whatever they woke, and they actually, they, they took a nap at the first stop and, you know, they took off the next morning or whatever. Let's just put it like this. First place getting there was the gas car. Second place getting there was the Tesla. Third place was the Mach-E. And let me tell you. So, of course, with the gas cars, we all know, man, gas cars, there are gas stations every freaking where. They're set up on every freaking corner, and you don't have to worry about anything. With the Tesla, the Tesla has superchargers set up. We can also charge at these third-party charging stations as well, but, you know, if you're going on a trip and you're going through your Tesla map and you, you program all of that stuff, Tesla will automatically find all of that information, all the superchargers, where you need to stop at, how many stalls are available, how long you need to stop there, um, stop and start and charge, and how much you're going to have when you get to a certain destination. Tesla had all of that stuff mapped out to a T. So um, Tesla actually ended up getting their second. I'm going to say this. So 
and I'm not exactly sure what the numbers are. Just uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm I'm thinking the gas car got there in about seven hours and uh, eight minutes, something like that, right? And the Tesla actually got there in like seven hours and like 40 something minutes. So it wasn't like a huge difference, which I was kind of surprised, but yeah, it wasn't a huge difference. Now the Mustang Mach-E, man, listen. So let me just go ahead and, and, and tell you guys, the Mustang Mach-E, the way it is set up is it'll let you know, you know, um, you can stop at these chargers, blah, blah, blah. It does not let you know if those chargers are, are broken, if they're being used. Like it lets, it don't let you know any of that. So that built in, like the brains of the Tesla, man, it's almost like Apple. Everything talks to each other. But I don't, I really don't want to compare this to Apple and Android. But seriously, man, I really, really felt it for that Mustang Mach-E. They took about 12 to 13 hours to get to that first destination when the gas car got there in seven. And the Tesla got there at about seven, pushing eight. And it took that Mustang, and it took the exact same trip. The exact, man, listen, let me tell you something. I got discouraged. And the reason being is because one of the chargers that they went to, the charger was actually broke. It didn't work. So they had to reroute on the little bit of battery that they did have and try to make it to another destination, another uh, charger for the Mustang Mach-E. Because, you know, they can't use Tesla superchargers. Not yet, anyway. And you can blame, you can blame those third, you can blame those third-party uh, guys for that. Mustang, they could have teamed up with Tesla because I believe Elon has extended the hand and nobody wants to take him up on his offer, which is, I find it really, really crazy. But anyway, let me stick to it. So, so going back, all right, going back, the, of course, the gas car got there with no freaking problem um, in about maybe eight hours and some change. And then the Tesla came in second place, pushing eight and some change close to nine. And the Mustang Mach-E, I believe, did it in maybe nine or ten, somewhere along those lines. It was still more, but... It just made me really, really value my car that much more because I was hearing a lot of things about the Mustang Mach-E and I'm just like, yo, bro, I don't know, man. Did I, did I make a good choice with this car? But I mean, Tesla, when it comes to the brains and the inside of this car, man, and by, by, uh, by the way, guys, I'm actually doing the podcast and the inside of my Tesla is actually charging right now. But yeah, the brains and the inside of the Tesla when it comes to, you know, the superchargers, the the superchargers net, network set up all over the freaking place. Um, super freaking friendly when it's time to go on road trips and everything. Tesla lets me know, you know, you're going to be sitting at this charger for 30 minutes. Uh, 45 minutes was probably the most I've ever set at a supercharger um, because it, it can literally charge your battery from zero to 90, 95% in like 45 minutes. It can literally probably get it from 10% to 90% in less than 30, most of the time. So, and they they let you know before you even get there. Like as soon as you're, you're looking at it, it'll let you know how many stalls are available. 
if something is wrong with the stall, like it does all of the hard, the heavy lifting for you. So yeah, I'm definitely glad that I chose uh, my Tesla over all the rest of those other electric vehicles. Anyway, uh, enough of my nerd talk, man. I, I know you guys are probably like, bro, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about, but nobody's here. So <laughs> I can rant about Tesla for, for a minute. Um, before I actually get into it, I also wanted to say that the Samsung S22 is coming out and they talking about like 200 megapixels, which I think is freaking ridiculous, man. Anyway, I wanted to talk to the guys today, man. This is me and Monday, right? So I want you guys to sit down, man. I need to holler at y'all real quick. You know, I'm definitely big on accountability, holding everybody accountable for all of the, all of your actions. All right. Sit down real quick, man. I really need to holler at you guys. So I recently spoke or I asked my boy Anton Daniels a few different questions. You know, uh, one of them was how many how many hours per week does a man need to be working? And Anton said 60 hours minimum, which I have I have been saying for the freaking longest, man. I've been saying that, yo, 60 hours minimum. I mean, I actually been doing what what is it like 13 14 15 hour days uh most of the time man just non-stop grinding and you know some people talk about it man some people talk about you know i'm out here getting it every day man listen bro listen it's only it's only a small few that's out here getting it and i promise you those people are getting the rewards there is no way in the hell that you're spending most of your day working and you're not getting any rewards from that thing but anyway, guys, listen, we always talk to women. We talk about them coming back, coming back to the table, especially black women and having this conversation about being fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative, friendly, you know, all of, all of this extra stuff. Uh, but we still have to hold guys accountable. All right. So the only the only way you get that is if you are being the man that you're supposed to be. And that is constantly working, not sitting on your ass, chilling. Sit at minimum, a minimum of 60 hours per week. And I'm gonna say this, I understand, you know, some people, y'all have full-time jobs or whatnot, what have you. And that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. You're, you're a father, a full-time father. You know, you work full-time or... There is no freaking excuse for nobody, man. I've seen people from these third world countries, you know what I'm saying, starving and still be out there trying to get it for their doggone for themselves and for their family. I see too many times, like I, I got a lot of people in my network. I got a lot of people in my circle, a lot of guys. And I, I love you guys to freaking death, man. But when I tell you, we got to pick it up, man. We have to pick it up. I'm seeing so many guys, so many men, grown men out here making excuses. And when I tell you that shit pisses me off so freaking much, because most of y'all, most of y'all make so many damn excuses and y'all got that damn silver spoon in y'all doggone mouth. So freaking privileged. Like y'all done came from, oh my goodness, boy, this shit right here really gets up under my skin. And you're setting the wrong example for the people that's coming behind you. You know, these young younger boys, and I'm sorry, man, but 
it is definitely 120% a softer generation that's coming up now. I have never in my life seen so many soft men in one particular area. It is crazy, man. I mean, it's like the, the women are turning to men and the men are turning into women. You complain about the littlest shit, man. I'm just like, yo, bro, get up and get on your grind. For real. If, if you don't want me to hold you accountable, then it's time for you to get the hell away from me. And guys, I'm telling you guys, this is how you need to look at it, man. You need to distance yourself from people that not align with their purpose and they not trying to get on board with this thing. I'm honestly, this is, this is what I want to do. The reason why I started my YouTube channel, the reason why, you know, we're on this podcast, the reason why I got these specific group of people together is because I've, one thing I've known these people for five, 10, you know what I'm saying? Almost 20 years. Some of them, maybe a little bit more. I probably know Bridget a little bit more than that, but almost 20, 25 freaking years. And one thing I can honestly say about these people is they are hardworking. Now, we are working on the other things as far as, you know, being accountable for, for everything uh, that we've did, becoming the best version of us. Fitness first. Fitness first. And, that, and we're not just talking to the girls, man. We're talking to y'all guys to get up off of y'all lazy asses and do something. Go work, man. Go take your ass on a damn jog downtown or something, man. We need to be lifting. We need to be, we need to be doing push-ups, sit-ups, the whole nine running constantly, making sure that our body is health is healthy. Because if you honestly want a woman to be fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative, friendly, the whole nine, then you need to be who you are called to be or who you're supposed to be. And that is a leader. All men are should be leaders, all right? I'm not saying that you can't follow at, at one particular time, but every man, because if you look at how many women there is on this earth, it's a shortage, it's a shortage of men. It's more women than men. And I feel like all guys should be leaders. You should be leading your household. You should get married, have you a wife, y'all have some kids, and you need to lead that doggone family forward. I'm talking about like above and beyond what, whatever, whatever your purpose is in life, man, you need to figure out, figure it the fuck, figure it the hell out. My bad. I was about to, I was about to use the big bombs, but honestly, we spend too much time lollygagging, playing around in the streets, having, having unprotected sex, having children out of wedlock. Listen, man, I'm holding, I'm holding you guys accountable for this bullshit. The same, the same go for women too, but we, we on the guys right now, all right? I don't want y'all to look around at nobody else, but I want you to go get in that mirror right now and have this doggone conversation, man. All of that bullshit that I've been doing for these 20, 30, or 40 plus years, that shit stops today, all right? That shit stops today. I'm going to be the best version of me. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to where I need to be in life. So that way, when I do meet my wife, I will be the man that I need to be so she can be all the things that she needs to be. It starts with the person in the mirror. It starts with you. 
Whew, let me calm down for a second, man. Let me let me take let me take it down down a couple of pegs. So let's just use me for an example. All right. So I was raised by my mother and by my grandmother. You know, and my aunts and uncle. I mean, yeah, my my aunts. They they were a part of my life. My uncles were was as well. But I spent a I spent majority of my time being raised by my mom and my grandmother. So there. I, I honestly had to break the cycle. And I'm not saying that women, strong women, cannot raise a man with good character. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about men. Women cannot raise men because there are things that a woman cannot teach a man. All right. He has to learn from a man. And that's either through his dad, uh, an older brother, an uncle, some people on the street, a mentor, or something like that. There's certain things that women cannot teach you, and that's how to be a man. And for the longest, so we all, we often talk about simp men. And let's just go ahead and uh, and just paint a little quick little picture. Simp men, first and foremost, they lead with their feelings. All right. Doing anything behind your feelings is a feminine characteristic. All right. That is feminine. A man does not lead with his feelings. A man always, always looks at the bigger picture. He can always set. You know what? Let me set my feelings aside and let me think. All right. So this would not be the move. This might not be what I should, I should say, or this might not be what I should do. I need to honestly sit down here and I need to think. And I honestly had to do this and I'm, I'm still working on it myself. Be a lot slower to react, a lot slower to respond. Because when you honestly sit back and you think about the things that you're about to do, you will be less likely to make those mistakes. If you just slow it down, and be like, you know what? I respect that, especially coming from, see, I'm, I'm gonna say this, especially coming from women. Like if you're getting in an argument or an altercation or whatever with a woman or a simp male, because again, these two, they act just alike. A simp male, again, leads with his feelings. He reacts, he reacts on his feelings. Whatever, whatever he's feeling, that's how he's gonna act that particular day. A man, a man understands that, yo, we're not going to move like that. All right. We got 24 hours in this doggone day, and I'm not about to spend a second of that going in these damn little circle arguments. All right. We can both come to a, a common ground and come up, come up with a solution together, or I'm going to keep it moving. It's as simple as that. And for the longest, I honestly thought that my anger, my anger, that was masculine. Me leading, me me fighting, beating people up. And I, I honestly felt like, yo, bro, man, can't nobody tell me nothing. I'm the hardest freaking dude out here. My, and my boy at the time, he, what, he, what he said was, man, and I, I try to remember this every time I'm in the podcast or whatever. And somebody says something that I completely disagree with. And, you know, I get to the point where I want to scream. I want to yell. I want to throw hands. Uh, lower your voice 
and strengthen your argument. Lower your voice, strengthen your argument. So I actually took a few different things out of that, man. Lower your voice, strengthen your argument. So instead of loud talking people, over talking people, allow those people to get whatever it is they need to say off. And in response, you know, when you respond, you respond, respond in a calm tone. It lets everyone know that, yo, I'm unbothered by what this person has said. I'm the bigger person and I can articulate a lot better than what they can. It's obvious that this person is in their feelings and I respect that because again, they possess that feminine quality. And men understand that feminine, men understand feminine, femininity or whatever you want to call it. And what you do with that is you don't allow a person that's in their feminine to get you out of your masculine. Woo! Hey, that's a jewel right there, boy. Hey, I just gave y'all one. I just gave y'all one right there, man. Good grief. Right, let me stop. <laughs> but seriously, though, and again, this is not something that I have mastered just yet because you guys got to think about it. This, this, what I am going through, this process and everything that I'm doing right now, it's a part of my journey. And I really honestly just really start to go hard with trying to change my ways. And you got to think about it. it's been about 30 years, man, trying to correct all the things that I had wrong, all the things that I learned. I had to go back, erase it, relearn certain things. And it's it's not easy. I completely understand that. That's why, you know, when I'm talking to the women or whatever, I always try to keep that in the back of my mind. Like, no, I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm going to cut you some slack, but I understand. But I, I'm still going to give you the solution. I'm going to, I'm still going to express to you, you know, the reason why we need to change. And this goes for me. Oh, we're going to get back to the men or whatever. This goes, really just goes for men and women. A lot of men that I talk to have a conversation with, say they want to be married. A lot of women that I talk to, they say that they want to be married. And what I always try to get them to understand that we're not going to deflect. We're not going to blame it on other people. What we're going to do is we're not going to play the victim Olympics. We're going to fix ourselves. All right. Because I don't give a damn what anybody says. I don't give a damn what anybody says. If you've been in a long, chaotic relationship, something is wrong with you. Mentally, physically, something is wrong. There is not one perfect person out here. And I'm going to say this. It doesn't take long for you to honestly figure somebody out. All right. And that's why we when we talk, you know, we say six months to a year going into the relationship. You need to be marriage minded. Most of us on on the panel, the truth podcast, we are 30 years old, 30 years old. So we have no time to waste. So with that being said, the first thing that we're doing is we are working on ourselves. Now, I'm going to say this. In the meantime, I highly, I don't think that anybody, while they're working on themselves, should be getting into a relationship. And that's, that's just me. Because, again, you had years and years of freaking trauma and everything that you need to fix. Years and years of not working out, being overweight, out of shape, the whole nine. And 
the people that you that you see along the way, I honestly do not feel like those are going to be the people for you. I honestly feel like I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, uh, have be in the best shape of your life, but damn near halfway on your way there. I think that we oftentimes we, we try to get into things prematurely. We start working out we, or we get that job and we feel like, OK, now it's time to make some freaking moves. Let's go. Let's get it. So what we're going to do is we're going to work out. We don't, we've been working out, what, six weeks? OK, cool. We didn't have this job for what, like six weeks. OK, let's go get a car. Like what? No, man, it don't work like that. I've been working out for six weeks. Let's sign up for this marathon. No, hell no, man. No, you need to spend more time focusing on the things that your ass need to be focusing on. And if you're doing fitness and you've just started, six weeks is not enough time to reverse any damn thing. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Six weeks is not enough time. And if you like me, you know what I'm saying? You honestly putting 100, 110, 120% into whatever you do, especially when it comes to fitness, six weeks is not enough time for, for myself. So I know good and damn well you know what I'm saying? Other people, man, come on, man. We we got to be a lot more realistic in this thing. You know what I'm saying? I honestly feel like it takes six weeks to build up a habit anyway. So I would say this, man. If you have constantly been working out for about three, three to six months, then maybe, maybe you can take on another load. But the problem is, we try to put too much on our plate at one time. And it always, always comes to bite us uh, in the ass. It always comes back to bite us in the ass. I've seen it countless of freaking times, man. Even when people are working out, they start off working out. Uh, we're just going to run and we're just going to jog today. A week later. Hey, what else are we doing? We're we going to keep them all doing. Yes. You need to build that damn foundation first. Build the foundation and then work your way up. So again, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna take it back to me, man. Uh year over 30 years of trying to correct something that has been taught to me, or I'm not even gonna say been taught. Things that I have kind of taught myself because most children we learn from visual. We learn from seeing other people do certain things. We pick up unfortunately bad habits so what i had to do was i had to understand i had to strip myself i had to break myself and that's part of the reason why when uh and i'm actually going to do a, a whole nother podcast on this i moved up to charlotte was staying with this chick or whatever we had a falling out and you know we parted ways we parted ways and i allowed her to stay in the apartment that had my name on it and I actually slept on the street, didn't have a car, uh, had one job, didn't really have enough money for uh, an apartment at the time. I actually stayed on, I stayed on the street for a little while. Now, keep in mind, I could have easily took my ass back to Rock Hill and I'm, I'm a thousand percent sure my mom, my dad, my, my cousin, somebody would have let me stay with them. I, I believe that like wholeheartedly. I know that, that would have been the easy way out, but I was like, you know what? No, man, I'm not going back. I got a job here. And regardless of what the hell happened, I'm not going back home. 
I don't give a damn what I have to do, man. For I'm not going back home. So end up picking up another job working at, at Walmart and end up getting my own apartment. And I was like, so this is what it feels like to actually become a man stand or an adult. I'm not going to say a man, an adult stand on your own two feet, paying my own bills, my own car note, my own insurance, light bill, gas bill. And they not only on time, but I paid my stuff ahead of time. I'm like, okay, all right. So I started investing and in looking at more people, more father figures. I started leaning on more father figures on YouTube. And, you know, I discovered a few key people that actually really helped me out. Um, one of my one of my favorites is none other than the hip hop preacher Eric Thomas, and it's all tough love with him. And I actually I leaned on him for, man, I'm actually kind of still leaning on him right now. And I do have my dad in my life now, and I actually still talk. You know, we converse or whatnot. We we we're cool now. But I'm gonna say this, man. It took. In order for me to want to change, it started with me. I honestly had to look myself in the mirror and say, listen, I don't give a damn what the hell happens, bro. We not going to give up. We not going to turn around. We not going to go back home. We going to do whatever it is we need to do to get to where I, I say I want to be in life. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a lot of sleepless nights. It's going to be a lot of sleeping on the street, cold, no cover, no pillow. Man, I'm I remember it like it was yesterday. I was sleeping at some abandoned looking apartments on a porch where nobody lived. Laying my head down at night on that cold ass concrete. Man, yo, and the crazy thing is I'm right down the street from it right now, man. Yo, I really, man, listen, this thing got me. It, it honestly got me thinking, but the reason why I go as hard as I go, man, because those type of things I never forget. You will never, ever forget sleeping on the street. Like people talk about, you know, sleeping, sleeping in their cars. And I'm not saying any disrespect to those, those people and whatnot, but man, it's a completely different thing when you sleep and when your ass is out on the street. And it's cold. And the only thing you have on is some damn shorts, some socks, and the only clothes that you have, you done stashed them at your job. Man, listen. <sighs> Again, man, I'm saying all that to say to those guys. If a guy that has been through hell and high waters can go through all of that bullshit and still come out on the other side and doing bigger and better things than I could have ever imagined, y'all can do it too. We got to stop making excuses. I'm not allowing anybody in my circle, especially the men, to make any excuses why you're not giving it your all each and every single day. Why are you not waking up and grinding? Why are you not waking up and giving 120%? There is no freaking excuse, man. You have guys out here that are freaking handicapped, man. Don't have their, some don't have their legs, their arms, and they still out here grinding. They still out here getting it. What is your excuse? You don't have one. I don't want to hear it. There is no excuse. 
And I'm going to say this, the people in my circle, the people that's listening to this podcast, you need to hold yourself. One thing, you need to hold yourself accountable. Another thing, you need to stop playing the victim Olympics. Stop pointing and blaming everybody else for the reason why you are where you are. Look at that person in the mirror. Go in the mirror right now and say this. All of that shit that I done been through in life, I was the reason for it. And the reason why I'm going to be successful is because is because of me. I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do. Forget sleep. Forget food. I mean, I still, I, want, I still want you to eat. I still want you to sleep. But you need to get to the point where I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. There are days that I go almost a full day without eating. Because I have not put out the videos or the content that I was supposed to put out. And a lot of you might think, yo, bro, that's crazy. That's dumb. That's dumb as hell. But that's just my way of staying focused. And everybody, you're going to have, you're going to have different, you know what I'm saying, things that you do, which I completely understand. But as for me, eating, sleeping, you know what I'm saying? Having free time, those are rewards. Those are rewards for people that have put in the work. And that's how I look at things. Damn that damn police car did it. <laughs> but yeah, man. I'ma end, I'ma end it with this, guys. A minimum of 60 hours per week with whatever you're doing. If you got a full-time job, you're getting 40, you need to be spending 20 hours doing something else. And that can be uh, reading books to help you become financially free, uh, watching videos on YouTube to learn about, you know, uh, financial literacy, the, the whole, like, there are so many things that you can look up online, on YouTube, on Google, that's free. Stop spending your time wasting it on the dumb stuff. Watching back-to-back -back shows on Netflix, Hulu. Like, come on, man. Like, like, what are we doing? Watching, sitting up watching Power. And live, living paycheck to, to paycheck. That doesn't make any freaking sense to me. You living paycheck to paycheck. And you worried about what's coming on tonight at 9 o'clock. You want to watch Power. You want to watch the football game. But you're living paycheck to paycheck. Your wife deserves better. Your family deserves better. You deserve better. You need to be the person that you're supposed to be. All right? Anyway, man, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast right here, guys. Uh, again, we're going to actually continue this on KDTV Podcast. Hopefully, Devontae will be back uh, Friday and next Monday, man. He's been, he's been super busy with all that traveling and whatnot, man. So, oh, trust me, I'm, I'm going to get on his ass because I love him. Devontae, I love you, brother, but hey, I don't give a damn what you got going on. It's all it's all love, but we all know at the end of the day, we need to be held accountable for all of our freaking actions, man. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to allow him to explain that to you guys. And I'm going to say this. For myself, I need to be more consistent with posting on my, my other social media platforms, trust and believe. Katie is on it, man. All I got to do really is just finish editing and get it out to you guys. It's coming. But anyway, 
that's it, man. That's the Truth Podcast for today. Y'all be blessed, be beautiful, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.